All right. Welcome to the CXM Experience. And today we've got a special guest, Julie Sanford, who's a general manager at Microsoft of the Global Industry Product Group. And we're gonna today we're gonna talk about experience as it relates to an industry lens. So how do you sort of zero in on an industry? But before we do that, we're gonna do a little reminiscing and a little bit of fun. <laughs> Julie and I worked together for a very, very long time in the marketing and operations group at Microsoft US. And I'll welcome Julie to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, really, I really appreciate you coming on today, actually. It's, I know it's a busy, busy, busy time, and uh, there's lots going on, but it's really great to have you here, and I haven't talked to you in a while, so it's great to great to reconnect. Yeah, we've got some good good reminiscing. I'm glad we're starting there. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> so I don't, I'm not sure how to structure the reminisce, but I mean, what, I don't know, we could kind of structure like craziest moment, you know, yeah. uh, I've got one, I don't know you do, um, craziest moment, um, a saddest moment, uh, <laughs> most fun moment. Um, what was the bar we used to go to all the time when we always had all of our, our mixers and stuff like that? What was that? Earl's. Bar? Earl's. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Conference Room E. I think we <laughs> used to that. that was the secret way of like <laughs> Conference oh, Room man. E for the wind down of the day. <laughs> and I don't know if you, I think you know this, but I'm allergic to nuts, right? Yeah. And uh, one year at Christmas, just before Christmas, I went to Earl's. And I got, I can't remember what I got, like a Caesar salad or whatever. And they brought it out and I said, you know, hey, allergic to nuts, blah, blah, blah. And then I was eating it and I was kind of like, hmm, interesting. It was a salad. I know it was a salad, right? And I, so I brought the, asked the waiter to come back and I said, what's on this salad? And he goes, oh, that's ground macadamia nuts. <laughs> that's excellent. Ruined my entire <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. I wasn't right for two weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my god okay so craziest moment i'll give you my craziest moment you yeah give me yours okay my craziest okay. moment was we were in one of our regular monthly um meetings our lt meetings and we ended and, and allison watson who i love very much and is was our was our manager um allison watson wanted us to do a chart that showed the um progression of the sales funnel through the different stages of the sales process and but she didn't want the columns to be the same width. She wanted the marketing columns to be extra super skinny and the sales columns to be extra super wide so that it would show that marketing wasn't very important and sales was way more important. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Plus, I don't think I can fit it in that way. And we ended up having like, I think I nearly got fired that day. Like that was the craziest. And I was, I didn't feel like I was being like particularly stubborn. I mean, I know I'm a little stubborn sometimes, but it was like, that was like bananas. I mean, I hope Allison's like calmed down since then. Like, that was crazy. You remember, do you remember the day I'm talking I about? You, I, I do. I, I'm like, and it's bringing back all of my mid-year review, like post-traumatic stress syndrome from the, from the mid-year review, because I'm like, how many minutes and hours oh, of my day did I spend yeah. trying to short form bullets because oh we weren't God. allowed to have a wrapped bullet? Writing bullets. So. Oh my God. And remember what happened if you leave a period on a bullet? <laughs> <laughs> but it was we created people's careers like we actually had you know had people that's what they did they came in and made sure everything fit yeah. on a mid-year review slide so yeah. it's uh yeah. i think we've i mean it's i got a chance to catch up with allison now that she's you know in her retirement and 
she's like, she's just loving it. I mean, she's like, she golfs and hikes. That's it. Like that's mm-hmm. her. Good she's like, her. I golf that's and awesome. hike, and that's that's what makes me happy right now. And that's awesome. I'm so the happy. The other for moment her. I remember, I don't know if you remember this. It was the first time we had just started working together. Um, I had moved over into the enterprise and industry team, and you were running the CMO. And we were asked to present together at the All Hands. Yeah, yeah. Allison's All Hands. And remember how like. You know, they were so dramatic. They were at the movie theaters. They were productions. Like, they were like, productions. They were like theater productions. Yeah. <laughs> big productions. <laughs> and you always loved doing this to me where you you would, um, we'd, you know, we'd know what we're covering. And you're like, hey, before we start, do you want to know what people are uh, calling us? Oh, <laughs> my yeah. face went, and I didn't know. I was like, no, I must. I was like, no. <laughs> and it was actually more PG than I thought. It was gin and juice. Do you remember gin that? Juice. The gin that was and the juice. two of us. I know. Yeah, our mom and dad. That was the other one. That <laughs> it was, was uh... <laughs> mom and dad. And then we were presenting away, and we were in our flow. And then Allison stands up to start creeping beside us, closer and closer. When we thought we still had twenty minutes to go, and it was actually we were twenty minutes over our allotment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were having so much fun though. That was that was that was in the movie we were... theater. That was a great presentation, actually. It I was. Love that yeah, presentation. it was that the was modern great. mark. I mean, it was. The, really uh, the first part of the modern marketing journey that we were on so it yeah was, the whole transformation fun. started there yeah. i remember when i when i first started i was at the very first one of these giant extravaganza mno meetings and and i was used to like i was coming from microsoft research where we presented all the time but it was very casual like and so allison was at the front of the room and i'd started like the day before or like that week or something and I wander up to her just to chit chat with her, like, hey, you know, how's it going? And I got some questions for you. And she looked at me like with like daggers, like like one of those cartoons, you know, where the daggers actually come out of the eyes. She she's like, because I was obviously disturbing her pre-prep. And then I and I so I like I, at least I was smart enough to I'm not great at taking hints, but that was like <laughs> <laughs> overt enough hint for me to go sit down. And then I sort of saw why she was a little wound up because there's a lot to present. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so saddest moment. Do you have a sad? Do you have a sad moment in MNO? Yeah, when when uh, we stopped working together. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I was happy for you, but I was sad for us and Microsoft. And I mean, it was just one of those you don't get relationships that often. I think no, really in your nice, career, yeah. where you know, I, I thought what was so special was um, how different we were and how well that worked. I mean, just there was the there was no competition there was just this like alignment and there was this like learning mentality and there was I've got your back you've got my back and let's just fill in for each other on the areas that we a don't really want to do like which was so aligned like there was areas that you were better at than 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 I was and I was like happy to do some of the operational stuff and I just thought it was just one of those really rewarding you know at the time work relationships that's turned into an amazing friendship so yeah, I couldn't agree more. We were just, we were amazing at just getting stuff done. You know, yeah. it, was, uh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, that was an amazing time of my life. Um, I miss it so much. Anyway, so let's, let's go and talk a little bit about what you're doing now. So you've been actually yeah. in this job for a while now, a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, just right? coming up. Yeah, two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So just, just, just for everyone listening, you're, mm-hmm. you're just, just tell everyone what it means to be the industry lead for Microsoft and kind of, the, I know you've just launched a whole bunch of new industry verticals. So let's just hear about that really quick. And then sure. what I want to talk about is like, 
as you think about experience and experience selling, remember experience selling, Mm -hmm. experience selling and experience marketing and how we think about experience from a customer standpoint, you know, what, what does it mean when you take an industry lens on that? But let's, let's start just a little bit with kind of what you're doing and what industries you're thinking about these days. Sure. Yeah. So this is a a fairly, um, I would say accelerated motion for Microsoft. We've been focused on industry for, for many, many years, but I think the, what feels different now is um, really taking a step back and putting the customer first and um, bringing to market the full portfolio that Microsoft has to offer. I think we have matured from a product first company into a outcome and value based company for our customers. And so it was really um, first starting, you know, with the narrative, it was understanding who, we wanted to redefine our relationship with our customers. We wanted to be partnering with them on their biggest digital transformation work. And in order to do that, you have got to be a trusted advisor to them. And in order for us to be a trusted advisor, we really needed to take a step back and make sure we had depth of knowledge uh, within their industries, the challenges that they were trying to solve. And um, so that was really just a big shift from everybody from engineering all the way through to the the frontline sales organization of how do we pivot from, you know, what Microsoft is bringing to market to shift and understand what the customers are trying to achieve in their core business and how Microsoft can help empower them to do that. And so we're in a a unique situation where we have just um, brought to market five uh, industry clouds in the last six six months. Wow. Um, three, three we just announced a week ago. Um, a cloud for nonprofit, cloud for um, financial services, cloud for manufacturing. We announced cloud for retail back in January uh, at the NRF show. And then back in October, we um, GA'd the very first industry cloud, which was cloud for healthcare. And that was obviously our biggest priority at the time, just given what was going on in the world. You must be tired. <laughs> Can you hear it? In That's my a voice? lot of clouds. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so, and when when you do one of these clouds, Julie, are you like what? Because I think the key thing in industry marketing, from my observations, you correct mm-hmm. me if you disagree, but the challenge with industry marketing is that to do it correctly, you've really got to actually have the right terminology. You've got to mm-hmm. have the right language. I worked in healthcare for a number of years and I, I remember going into different healthcare organizations. And they would literally test us in the room, right? They would throw out some acronyms. They'd throw out some concepts to see, do you actually get my industry? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And if you failed that early test, then it was like, you was, don't get you know, invited they back. flipped the bit and you're dead to me. And that was the end of yeah. that, right? And so you've got to actually have that. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is then you have to keep it up. Mm-hmm. And you have to stay. So, so as you set up one of these clouds, like how do you organize around it to make sure that you're current to start and stay current on a going basis? Yeah. So the first thing is, is just we're hiring differently. So mm. across the system, whether it's the set of engineers that we're going to par- partner with, um, for, for, for my team, from a product marketing perspective, we hire from the industry first. Um, so, okay. you cool. know, for, for example, the, the, um, employee that left that joined us to to lead retail came from Amazon and prior to that she um worked um across Pepsi, uh, Coca-Cola, Westfield shopping centers. So just Hmm. very deep expertise across that vast uh, industry. So the language is kind of 
is is what she thinks first. So she'll think retailer first, and then and as an as a marketing discipline, and then we onboard into the technology piece. And so, um, and then same with our our sales organization. So we have invested as a company into having you know doctors are leading the health industry. Like wow, we have that's, that's who's cool. leading the the business like unit for doctors. health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, and so um, it just. Again, it's the it's the way that we could be customer focused, customer obsessed, customer first, um, and then so and then as far as getting activating the system of Microsoft, um, the first thing we do is write, write a you know a North Star document that allows everybody to align on what we're trying to accomplish with our customers, and we you know before we bring that forward, we have a industry leader program that is a cohort of customers um, within each specific industry, and that gives us the opportunity to to work on that together with the with the customer, and they're giving us input into that document to help guide and steer. Uh, we connect them with engineering, so as we're doing our milestones and roadmap, our customers are right there with us. We have early adopter programs, so we bring them into the process you know, as we're developing and going to market across private previews, public previews, before anything ever sees the light of day. So, you know, we're really, really focused to make sure not only is the language, you know, but there's got to be product truth. I I think for us in the past, we had been doing some great, you know, slideware and messaging and marketing. And I think for us, it was we have to bring integrated solutions to market that are solving their high value business processes that are specific challenges for their industry. And then, of course, Microsoft has this amazing partner ecosystem. Right. And so it's bringing the partner ecosystem along with us to help extend those, you know, the platforms into that'll allow us to verticalize um, because Microsoft would, you know, we would never be able to solve every single challenge in every single industry and sub vertical. And so that's why our partner ecosystem is just so important. And, you know, you'll remember from working with our partner ecosystem, they've always led from an industry perspective and solving business problems. That's how they have developed and defined their business. So they've really helped accelerate Mm -hmm. us in that perspective as well. That's very cool. So, so this, as you think about, I mean, I love the fact that you're switching to value and outcomes, which is actually a very common theme right now in SaaS. So it's it's amazing to see Microsoft do that because Microsoft historically was so product focused. So that must be exhilarating to watch. I can only I can, I can only imagine what that must be like. It's 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 awesome. How do you think about it from the standpoint of experience? Are you are you mapping experience flows or, or thinking about experience outcomes right now as you go through that? Or is that still like one step further that you're, you've not really gotten to yet? Yeah, I would say we are, we're, we've not gotten there yet. I would say we, the biggest thing for us because of our industry um, offerings for the first time are crossing our product boundaries. Mm. And so when we were thinking experience for our customers, we've been very focused on what does the, um, what does the actual proof of concept feel like for a customer and can they get up and running faster? So instead of shipping the Lego blocks, the customers are actually being able to get up and running on those high value, you know, processes in a proof, proof of concept perspective. And that was just, you know, phenomenal amount of work across all the engineering teams. Cause for the first time we had to look at consistencies across Azure biz apps and mm. our, our office, our M365 Dynamics portfolio, and, yeah. yeah. Right. And then yeah. Um, the second area for us, is silly, as silly as it sounds, is, you know, 
selling the high value, getting the customers engaged. And then it's like, okay, now I want to go to a full deployment and turn this into production. Um, again, that was work that we wanted to really put the customer first and say, what does that deployment process look like? Because, you know, we are going across multiple areas of our business. And so our customer experience was, you know, we're at the, the, the beginnings of that to make sure it's an amazing opportunity. And then I would say we work with our, our, our partners over in our um, global demand center on, you know, what customer journeys or customer experience or customer mapping, how does that change? Because we made the assumption that it was just BDM led. Like we had to solve mm. for the business decision maker, which meant the content had to be in a different consumable vehicle. You know, it's more video, it's less white papers, it's not as many heavy case studies. It's, you know, and so <laughs> we were kind of, we were, <laughs> right, we were solving for that persona. But then what data was telling us is particularly in industries like we saw it in health, we've seen it in retail and we're seeing it in manufacturing for sure. It's 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 a mix. It's not just the mm. line of business. It, it IT is right there. There's the technical aspect to the industry sales. So I think that's what we're going. How do we how do we do that well? How, how do we how do we do both? When um, do they do you still do broken flows? Remember that was a broken yeah. broken flow analysis stuff we used to do. It pissed yeah. everybody off. It, it, it was super helpful, but it's so powerful. It is. We it's funny because we we just we did we just pulled one out the other day. I was like, let's do, you know do the broken flow and what the customer experience looks like. You know, moving from first party to third part, to our partner ecosystem. So what does that feel right. like? Right. How do you do that in a really great way? for the customer. And so um, it's the most powerful tool I think I've ever had because it takes the emotion out of it, right? Because you're not, you're not criticizing any one area of the business. It's just if we anchor on the customer and we give you what that customer experience looks like and feels like, and you can see where it's quote unquote broken with the big red. It is what it is. Cross. Yeah, it, it is, is what it is. It is, is. And we can decide happening. to fix yeah. it or not. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, I, I mean, I don't know if this is always true, but it was frequently true that the the flow would tend to break between a marketing page and an engineering page, right? Mm -hmm. Like a, a marketing page, set of pages leading to like a, say a sign-in or something like that. And often that, that marketing to engineering handoff was executed through APIs and people not talking to each other and ended up being somewhat broken from a customer experience standpoint because you just never got fully coordinated and the, like the look and feel would completely change. And you would I remember in dynamics, there was this really weird thing where you'd be going through the dynamic signup flow to do a demo. And then it would sign you into office 365, like just randomly out of the blue and office 365 page popped up. And, and it was just like, what is happening? And I worked at the company. I couldn't understand it. I could only imagine what was happening to customers. Well, Julie, this has been amazing. I really appreciate your time. I know how valuable it is. And I really, I want to thank you for um, being on today. I do have one question for you. And I just okay. I think I've forgotten. This is, this is one of those put me on the spot questions. <laughs> so I can I think, tell. No, no, this will be easy. This will be easy. So gin and juice, gin and juice. Yes. Which one of us was gin and which one of us was juice? You're gin for I'm grad gin? and okay. I was juice for Julie. Julie. Oh, okay. J it was okay. our G initials. I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. I like being gin. That's, a, that's, a, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, juice I was is pretty like cool jealous. too, though. Like, but, yeah. Yeah, gin's, gin's better than juice. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you awesome. so much. Uh, oh, thanks for amazing. having me. So and good I to love catch what you're up. doing. It's very exciting. And I love what's happening at Microsoft and watching the company succeed the way it is, is just unbelievably rewarding. I mean, I was there for a lot of years when it was like walking through the desert and it's really, <laughs> it's really cool to see the company finally get to the promised land. Uh, it was kind of too bad. I couldn't sort of be there for the full journey, but not everyone makes it into the Valley. Right. So yeah, no, it was, it's, uh, awesome. it's really amazing to watch. All right. Well, thank you, Julie. Cool. I'm going to say goodbye to you and to everybody else today. Um, this is the CXM experience. I'm Grad Khan, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler, and I'll talk to you next time.